Welcome to The Five. Today is July 14th, 2021, and here are the five things you need to know today. There's a $400 million loss possible with the Olympics, Florida sports betting, electric car development, especially charging, Apple financing options, and the Emmys, and do they actually matter? So starting at the first item of The Five, uh, the Olympics this year, as everyone knows, is called the 2020 Olympics, even though it's in 2021. Whole separate conversation, but so Tokyo has been fighting COVID stuff because they were kind of late to the vaccine front, so they've got another state of emergency. So now we're broadcasting, I guess, the Olympics with zero fans in attendance. It'd be strange to begin with, but they're like a lot of things, all these companies with huge stakes in this, they insure against a ton of stuff. Yeah. So they're saying uh, the total insurance coverage is estimated to be around 2.5 billion broadcasters of 800 million. Uh, IOC has about 1.4 billion, teams of sponsors 300 million, I guess if it falls apart because you invest so much cost and all that stuff. Uh, so there's been about 600,000 tickets sold to international fans of which zero are going to attend mm. uh, with about 68,000 Americans, again zero, uh, with about $815 million in revenue. And obviously an abundance of refund requests because yeah. <laughs> they can't go. Right. Uh, and the company that has the exclusive rights, this is the interesting part, CoSport, so they have the exclusive rights to Olympic sales in the US, have a 20% handling fee for American fans, which they have said they are not going to refund. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I've never been to the Olympics. I uh, imagine tickets are expensive. They say some reach more than $10,000 based on the event, popularity, finals, preliminary, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of dollars at stake in the Olympics. Yes, yes, there is, and that's insane that they're not going to refund all that money. But I guess when you're a company and that's your sole purpose, that's how you make your, how they make their income. I can see that, but I just feel like that's all that's going to do is harm them in the future. Yeah. Now fans are going to remember that, and they're like, I'm not unless I have a relative that's in the Olympics, mm-hmm. which it's like one percent now. Not even, you know what yeah. I'm saying? No one's going to want to go to the Olympics now. Now with that, especially with you know, it seems like this COVID-19 is never going to go away. It seems like there's always something with it. Now, can you imagine? So when I think about no fans at the Olympics, what I think about is there's so many people like these athletes, these tremendously talented, hardworking athletes yeah. whose typically their parents for years and years and years have footed exorbitant bills, yeah. time, effort, money, mm-hmm. nonstop for years on the hope you get to the Olympics. Yeah. Then fortune smiles, your athlete does great, I'm going to the Olympics, here you go mom and dad, by the way, you can't even watch. You can't even be there. You can't even be there. Oh man, yeah, I think that would be the hardest pill to swallow yeah. as a parent. You can't even be there to support them or anything. And this just makes you wonder, like, I mean, they already waited one year, you would think $400 million is a lot of money. Maybe yeah. to them, that's not a lot of money, but yeah. it is a lot of money. Like, what is another six months or two a year, or are they worried about, like, uh, like player drop off or like they're not going to be as good in six months or a year as they are now. So probably a lot of that. I mean, there's, I mean, 400 million is a lot of money, but like on Olympic scale, yeah, it's, I'm sure it would cost more to delay. So I read this interesting article too, just thinking of the Olympics, it was talking about Olympic athletes and how yeah. the far majority are vaccinated, which is good, get the vaccine, but nonetheless, like how much you can, 
how much you can transmit the disease is still yeah. being developed. And so most of these athletes are paid for by like parents and fundraisers and things like that, right? So they're flying typical commercial jets, not like fancy private flights. So yeah. you're flying next to strangers oftentimes. Yeah. Uh, you have the Olympic Village, you're next to strangers uh, that you might or might not know. And there's regardless gonna be close contacts. Yeah. So there's all these things beyond their control that by the way, oh, I guess Simone Biles said a close contact next to a confirmed positive case on a flight which she had no control over. Yeah. Sorry, can't compete this year. You like, go, yeah, you gotta go into quarantine. Uh, yeah, like how can you even, that other side of this is gonna be I nuts. I just feel like it's just, it's just, it's still, still terrible timing. Like it's still not ready yet, but they're forced, they're forcing it because it's like, it, it seems like even though they're losing 400 million, there's still other billions that are you yeah. know to be made, and that's really that's all they're thinking about. It really it feels like it seems like they're just thinking about themselves. Yeah, the people that are you know the, the TV networks and everything. Uh, I would try to do it one, at least another year, or but maybe the the concern is maybe COVID nineteen doesn't go away. Yeah, or at least you know quite a few years so it does go away. So it's like when do you do we just not have the Olympics anymore? Yeah. I mean that's never happening. They, you've got to have the Olympics, but. Uh, it's just, it's a terrible situation, and then COVID nineteen has just done that to a lot of things. There's no easy answers to any yeah. of that stuff, and I think it's going to be interesting to watch the Olympics because this leads to the next one. So sports betting, which is only growing in popularity yeah. and legality, right? And thinking about the Olympics, I'm sure going to be a hot item for betting. Yeah. And then the, the strange bets because what if the whole like Olympic gymnastics team has a close confirmed positive, so they all got a quarantine and you miss the whole event. Yeah. Like, this is gonna happen. I'm not, I don't really exactly know how people make odds on who's gonna win what, Yeah. but I'm sure there's gonna be some wild cards. And by the way, like the best in the world is not gonna be there kind right. of thing. And I would think too, another side note, if I was actually a competitor to be the best in the world with something, I would really want to beat the best to know I'm the best. Yeah. Like, cause getting in first place because the actual best had to quarantine for COVID-19, you're not, it's like asterisk. Yeah, right? you feel like there'd be an asterisk on whatever medal you win. Yeah. Cause you didn't, cause you didn't really, you competed against the best that were there, but you didn't really compete against the best in the world. Exactly. Which is the whole idea of the Olympics in the yeah. first place. So with the sports betting, I'm sure the Olympics will be a hot betting topic, yeah. but Florida, which of course, Florida, right? Uh, if you ever you heard of the Florida man, Florida woman, Google your birthday yeah. and Florida man or Florida woman based on what you are, because you will find crazy stuff. They have a yeah. lot of privacy laws, so like stuff that doesn't make the news other places makes the news there. Yeah. But regardless, it's a side note. So I guess DraftKings and FanDuel, the two biggest players in online legalized sports betting, have uh, put a $20 million proposal together to help legalize and push legalized betting in Florida. Uh, but, so pretty much just trying to legalize sports betting in Florida. And I'm not particularly a fan of sports betting, but I am a fan of being able to do something safe with confidence, knowing you'll get yeah. paid, knowing you're not gonna get your kneecaps busted if you don't pay. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I'm a big sports fan, never been into sports betting though. I just feel like it's, I can see the appeal though, because if you're a big sports fan, like I feel like every person that watches sports, they feel like they know it all. Do you think like, they do you feel think like they're so, you know, they feel like they're so knowledgeable that yeah. they're like, oh, I, yeah. I'd be so good at sports betting. But like betting, when it comes to gambling, is a different world. Like, yeah, you may not know. I mean, you may know everything there is about about football, 
But when it comes to the betting world, there's so many things with like flexes and points and point spreads and everything mm -hmm. that you've got to learn that you don't like you can still win a lot of money and the team that you bet it on doesn't even have to win sometimes. Yeah. There's so many the spread, right? Like yeah. they'll win by like six and a half points or more. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Because they know what team's better, but how much better are they yeah. going to be that game? And I think the average sports fan that's not into gambling or betting, they don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So I can see that Bill, oh yeah, I, I'll do awesome at this because I know a lot about sports and I'm probably going to be right most of the time, but it comes to find out that that's not the, oh, that's not the case. That you might not know more than the odds makers in sports. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and it's one of those things you got to remember, everyone thinks they know everything yeah. about sports. Everyone, you know, so the people that you're going against are also, but you know, you're going against people that have been sports betting their whole lives mm -hmm. and they know, you know, I think, I just feel like, it's good, but whatever money you put down, say you put in five thousand, you just got to assume that that money's gone. Mm -hmm. You just got to always, you just got to assume. Yeah, if you win, that's great, but you just got to, you just got to, your mindset has to be that it, it's gone. The yeah. mindset of gambling is never bet money you can't afford to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably go along with that. So we'll see what happens in Florida sports betting. Take it a turn here, electric cars. Do you have an electric car, Ben? No, but I, I'm, I'm becoming more and more interested in getting one, though. So I have a Tesla, all electric, which I love, by the way. But the biggest drawback is charging stations. Because yeah. the, the analogy I give people, like, you take any exit on the interstate is like four gas stations, and yeah. there are zero charging stations. Yeah. So it's, it's very different when you're trying to go mean, long distances. When you hear people talk about electric cars, that's always the argument that comes up every single time is, what about charging stations? Yeah. Is there enough charging stations? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, because it's still relatively new. There's still uh, not as many people that drive electric cars as people that drive mm -hmm. non-electric cars. But you can see that you can see the trend and where we're heading. It's evolving, and uh, I think eventually, real soon, everyone's going to. It, it's kind of like when the iPhone came out in 2007. Mm -hmm. At the time, we're like, why would I want a smartphone? Why yeah. would I need that or whatever? Nowadays, everyone has a smartphone, and I think that's going to be the case with the electric car. Like you know, that's where it's going. It's, it's not so much. Yeah. If it gets there, but when it gets there, yeah. and every year the, their piece of the pie is going to get bigger. And it's it's inevitable, and you can kind of see it, and, and, and especially because people love convenience. They love the easy factor, yeah. of, and I just feel like with the electric car, that's what it's going to provide you. It's just the added convenience, the less hassle, the maintenance and everything. It's just going to be easier, and I think people, more the more people test drive Teslas or electric cars, the more they're going to like them, and they're going to... Blow up. Never having to stop to a gas station, like being able to charge it at home yes. at night is super, super convenient and easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then plus you hear they're fun. They're fun. They're way faster yeah. than comparable because there's no lag time. Because yeah. it's not like you don't hear the engine rev. It's not switching gears. It's not waiting to switch gears to accelerate fast. It's like instant torque all the time. Yeah. But uh, some company, Electrify America, which I've never heard of, but see, they're doubling their charging network over uh, up through 2025. Uh, yeah, because that is the biggest thing, the uh, infrastructure of charging stations, because there are just so few around, and that's that's the main problem, but uh, it's going that way. And like yeah. every car company is pushing more, more, more electric models. That's, yeah. that's the inevitable I, end I mean, goal of this. Honestly, if you're into investing, I would start now, or I would have started you know a year ago into that stuff. Anything you can uh, invest money in, it was more charging stations for anything to do with electric car stuff, I think is the time to do it before it's too late because 
I just, like I just said, I think that's where we're heading. I, I can see fuel cars being off the road in 30 years, yeah. or it's just gonna be, yeah, you're still gonna have those people that still prefer those, but I can just see where um, we're getting past that. And like, as new cars get bought, it's only heading that direction. Like, it's not yeah. gonna go back, like, oh, we're, we're gonna go back to gas cars now. Right, and it, all it does, it takes one election year to be like, okay, one person, candidate, uh, he wants to go green, or you know, wants mm -hmm. to be like, by 2040, no fuel cars are allowed on the road. And it's gonna be a thing that passes and all of a sudden, no one's gonna to wanna to buy fuel cars anymore. Yeah. And they keep trying to increase gas taxes everywhere too. Yep. Because the government loves to get their cut of things. <laughs> right. Speaking of taking their cut, what a transition. So uh, Apple is working on everything, right? But one thing of note today is a buy now, pay later feature built into Apple Pay. You ever use Apple Pay? Uh, I guess I do. It's, yeah, it is a two. It's too convenient. Smooth, easy, no easy. friction, right? Yes. So they're working on adding in a buy now, pay later feature yes. <laughs> to make it easier and easier to buy now and pay later. The imp hit that button, the face, the thumb, all that stuff. Oh man, imp imp if impulse buying is already a problem, this is gonna make it so much worse. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's because uh, I think sometimes people think the like the friction of things. Mm -hmm. is what like oh, dealing with a loan or something like that or having to fill out something yeah. but if it's as easy as as, as nothing it's yeah. just it's, the friction it's is one of the barriers. really just a swipe and then it's 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 done and it's at your house in a day or two so yeah. they got that working on and there's several competitors to buy now pay later in the like online finance world including a firm Klarna, paypal sezzle a lot of those have similar a lot of it is like the split into four pieces like you pay the same amount yeah. with zero interest and if you don't pay then you get docked yeah. with interest but so there's an interesting lesson to be had here is a firm which has shares and i guess as a traded company uh when apple announced they're doing a financing uh development for this their shares fell 13 percent immediately Mm -hmm. Which is a interesting lesson in life is if you're a business, yeah. you got to watch out if you're going to compete with Apple, Amazon, Facebook, right. because it's hard to argue that Apple owning the phones can be able to integrate seamlessly and so easily yeah. this instead of a third party or go here to this, it'll just be look at your face, hold up your face, you're, you're approved on your way. You know, yeah. add it on your bill every month or some other thing like that. Yeah, it's so, so easy. I imagine that would definitely affect your credit, right? If, I imagine because so. Because that's gonna be a credit, you know, if you're It would have to now, affect your credit somehow. Yeah, I feel like that's just a slippery slope. I mean, I get it from a business standpoint. I can see why they would want to try to do that because there's definitely gonna be some people that will take advantage of that. But for me, there's no way. If I can't, if it's something small, I'm not talking like financing a car or a house, or something that you need credit for, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? If it's something like this, uh, you say it's like a $200 item, say from Amazon or whatever, um, yeah, I wanna be able to pay for it now. I don't mm -hmm. wanna get it now and have to, I don't wanna always be owing someone money yeah. and always being in debt, because I just feel like that is such a slippery slope because uh, that stuff accumulates and then the next thing you know you're in debt up over your ears mm -hmm. and that can be very hard to get out of. They don't really care about that. They don't care if you're in debt. They just care about to make some money. They just care about the interest that they're going to get off of you for being in debt. Yeah. So Goldman Sachs, which already uh, I guess underwrites a lot of Apple Card stuff, will be behind the the lending program. And I would argue that as far as I mean, credit score is one thing, but I would think that all the companies, including Apple, now I'm sure maybe not third party stuff, maybe not a whole lot of data, but I guarantee Apple knows an awful lot about you all the time if you yeah. have an iPhone. 
Uh, so they probably yeah. would be easier, they would be better at determining credit worthiness than a credit score. Yeah, which makes it so, so scary because they know everything about you. They know what you're into, they know what to show you, they mm -hmm. know what you're more likely to click on and stuff. And you know, because a lot of times like, like like me, like if I don't want to spend any money, I won't go to the mall. I will not go yeah. online shopping. I won't even look at that stuff. You want to know why? Because I know if I look at that stuff, I'm going to want to buy it. But now they're just like, oh, you're on your phone. Well, here's yep. this new sweater. Mm -hmm. Here's this new hat, New Jersey. You only got to pay 10% today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's so, so easy to fall into that trap. And then I just feel sorry for the people that are going to go all in on that. And uh, yeah, it's not going to turn out good for a lot of people. Last of the five for today, lighter note. So the Emmys, which most people don't really ever watch, I don't think. Like award shows in general are losing viewership. People don't really care that much. Yeah. And I think they played a bigger role for a long time before it was so easy to binge a series because someone recommended to watch it. Like for a long time, it was like, oh, this won an Emmy, so let's watch it next season. Mm -hmm. Now it'll be like, oh, your friend says this is a really cool show, so you sign up for whatever that streaming service is, yeah. one of the 25 there are, and then you watch like every episode <laughs> the next week, you binge the whole thing. Yeah. So I, I would argue that award shows in general, including the Emmys, are less relevant than ever before. Yeah. Uh, but there are some Emmy award things that came out. So the TV Academy in a shift, Hollywood Reporter, uh, because as a lot of people know, there's only a few companies that own almost every, almost every network. Yeah. Uh, but they're grouping the tallies for the Emmy awards by corporate parent. Mm -hmm. So like Warner Media, which owns AQ and HBO Max. Uh, like Disney, which has Disney Plus, and there's there's ABC. They have a, a they have a lot of too, right? yeah, and they own a part of yeah. So there's a whole thing, there's Netflix, there's the streaming on its own. Uh, but for what it's worth in the Emmy world, uh, Disney was the highest of the <laughs> of awards here. So where's the number here? 100 uh, premium cable, that's not that one. Disney had 146 total Emmy nominations through their various subsidiaries. HBO Max, a total of 130. Uh, and Netflix with 129. Mm. nominations and pretty much all the highest nominations do go to streaming services yeah. and I think I think it's easier to make the show you want to make and I, I mean the broadcast TV has a lot of restrictions on yeah. things they can say and show right and the streaming networks have far fewer restrictions yeah they don't have to worry about TV ratings they can get away with more it's yeah I mean honestly like um, I don't even watch it if it's not on a streaming service I don't really care to watch it because also <laughs> another added benefit is you know you most of the time except for like disney plus where they only release new episodes weekly uh, a lot of them like netflix you can watch the whole season in one sitting i mean yeah. it's so easy the whole thing right? right yeah so i i just feel like that that's a, a convenience that's worth noting so that. the, the they, interesting part of this as far as so netflix which i guess was third with the number of nominations 129 emmy nominations uh, i guess they're known as a free spending organization they spend a lot of money original content so say in the last year, Netflix spent uh, an estimated $17 billion mm. in the, is that the last year? It just uh -huh. says, uh, uh, estimated, has you have to take, they haven't taken an Emmy in the top drama or comedy categories. Uh, I don't want to sound like I know or don't know what it is. It just says a yeah. $17 billion content spend. Mm. Maybe in the last year, I mean, they have a lot of shows in there, a lot of original stuff, some new movie with The Rock. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds is gonna be on there too. Yeah, so much content. But I don't really think the Emmys matter all that much. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't. Even, I don't even know if I've ever watched the Emmys. I've never been interested in it. I just think it's kind of. I mean, I. I don't know. Actually, I mean, 
It doesn't bother me as much as the SBs. Like SBs, that's the ESPN's yeah. version, the sports mm -hmm. version of like the Emmys or whatever. I'm like, okay, I don't understand why they need to be awarded when they're, they're athletes. So the way they get awarded is just by by winning, right? By winning the championship or <laughs> winning, winning first place or yeah, yeah I, I, or getting or sometimes they get MVP awards, you know, or something yeah. like that. I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't know why. To me, the SBs make no sense at all. It's like you're. you're you're rewarding the already rewarded. Is it you based know? on like athletic performance or like different stuff? Like if they're a good person, and yeah, philanthropic. They see that stuff. I, that stuff. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. If they're like a good person in the community, blah 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 blah. I get that. Um, but or if they're like so entertaining, like they don't even need to win. They're just so entertaining, like LeBron James or something like that. Like I don't know. I just think if you're an athlete, just win yeah win get a trophy that should be your reward that is the award show yeah, who cares about the SBs? and i'm sure they they don't they probably wouldn't disagree with me either on that i don't think they would either. i just think that's just espn's way of let's get money yeah <laughs> it's so and, it's and i so feel like that's what the emmys is too like i mean the emmys is just it's, it sounds like a cash cash grab and in, it's an easy way to boost your shows because if you are watching the emmys and you're seeing this show that's absolutely killing it in all categories you're probably gonna want to check that show out I think really, if I had to guess, people that do watch it anymore, it's not really so much to find out what's good or what's not good. Yeah. I think it's like the celebrities, and 2020 was a different thing, but like mm. what they're all wearing, like their speeches, yeah. that's, that's kind of neat sometimes hearing like the famous person give the speech. That's that's the entertaining part. Like my wife loves to watch the red carpet stuff and what people are wearing and all that. Yeah. It's a, I think that's maybe part of it, like the red carpet side of it versus the actual, yeah. this show is really yeah, good. There's probably a lot of to be said about the self-branding that a lot of celebrities do, how they're always mm -hmm. on, you know, something to put on their Instagram or TikTok or, yeah. you know, like The Rock is really into that. He's really into Instagram and is self-branding and, you know, trying to like, uh, you know, make people follow him, on, follow him on Instagram and become even more fans of him. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can see for that reason, you know, it makes sense, but yeah. I don't ever watch it. <laughs> and I don't think most people do. I think it was the Oscars this year and like it was like the record low viewing, <laughs> but who knows? Right. Award shows, they can deal with them themselves. So recapping the five for today, July 14th, Olympic losses, probably just trying to lose as little as possible versus make as much as possible with the delay that's already going on. Increased, hopefully, maybe we'll find out, Florida sports betting because of course Florida, uh, electric car developments, charging stations, which are going to be forthcoming, and the reality of electric cars is just going to be there. Yeah. Apple financing for buy now, pay later to make it easier to buy things you don't need. And award shows don't seem to matter much anymore. This has been the five for today. Joining me as always, most always, Ben, am I right? Tyler, thank you for watching and listening. Have a great day. Later.